You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 147. Today we're talking about next level leadership. And, and this comes out of a leadership meeting that I was in recently with Pastor Mark Kelsey. And Pastor Mark is one of the global leaders of our movement, C3 Church Global. And uh, he's pretty much been, been around since the beginning, since 1980. And he's, he's held every position within the movement from senior pastor to executive pastor to youth pastor to connect, connection pastor, just a little bit of everything. And he, uh, he travels around now among our 500 churches and does leadership meetings and helps the, uh, the leadership team uh, to, to get clear, vi- clear vision and equipping them and just, just does an amazing job. And so he shared some, some very insightful thoughts on next-level leadership, and I just wanted to share a few of these with you. Um, I want to let you know, though, that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond, 2.0. And this is the 2.0 version. Um, it's the revised edition. It's got over 10 extra new chapters, and, uh, and I think you will really enjoy it. If you need a little bit of uh, help with your leadership, management, supervision, or you just want to know how to be more efficient in managing your time or more productive personally, this book is for you. Uh, the chapters are short and immediately actionable. So check out Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. I know that you will love it. Well, now we're talking about next level leadership. Now, when we talk about next level leadership, we want to focus really on three things. And the first is this, leaders determine the vision for the organization. Now we've heard about vision, we've talked about vision, I've done episodes on vision, but vision is not something that's passed from the bottom up. Vision is always passed from the top down. The vision comes from the senior management. And usually the vision is comes out of the, the heart or the mind, if you will, of the, the senior leader, the president, the CEO, the senior pastor. And then, with the help of their senior team, that vision is revised. And, you know, really when we talk about vision, what we're, what we're asking is, where are we going? What is the organization going to look like? Those are things that encompass the idea of vision. Now, for some, the idea of vision almost seems mystical. It seems like some uh, super spiritual, super new age kind of concept. Um, if you haven't, you know, had much training or teaching in the area of leadership, um, but 
you know, even if you have, we can even make it a little bit simpler if we talk in, in, the, in, in the realm of goals. Because if we say, you know, if you, if, you, if, you, if you don't want to use the word vision, if you say, what are the goals that I have for my business? What do I want it to look like in one year? What do I want it to look like in five years? Where do I want to be as a business in 10 years? And it'd be the same for your church. What do, what do I want to see our church looking like in a year? Um, how, what programs have we added? What, what's our growth? What are we reaching out and doing in the community over the next few years? So setting goals and vision go hand in hand. So leaders determine the vision. But leaders also determine the culture, the culture of the organization. And, you know, culture is one of those things that, you know, every organization has a specific culture. But the question is, is it the, the, the culture that we want? Is it the right culture for our business or organization or church? Um, culture is the sum of of the behaviors of the people on our team. They create the culture. So the question becomes then, does our corporate culture line up with our corporate behavior? Um, just a, a, a quick example. Um, several years ago, I was asked to um, consult with and to help a particular church that was going through some transition issues and were just having some, some problems. And so I, I was going to be a part of that process and, and help them and work through some things. And they advertised themselves as being a, uh, you know, community. They advertised themselves as being a friendly church. They advertised themselves as being a family. However, when I went and visited and just sat in the congregation and participated in a service, what I found was their behavior was very different than what they said their culture was. I found that they really weren't very friendly. I found that they really weren't uh, a, a community. Uh, what I saw were, were a lot of people come in and, and sit by themselves and not talk to anybody, um, or they came in and just talked to their one or two friends. Um, I did not get the sense that it was a family. So, you know, really it was, it was kind of eye-opening for me, and it was also eye-opening with the leadership team when I shared my observations. And, you know, when you're on the inside, sometimes you don't see what an outsider can see. And that's why having a consultant come in or a coach come in can be very, very helpful and very enlightening. you got to have tough skin for it. And to this senior pastor's credit, he, he took it well and they were able to make some adjustments and begin shifting culture. And within about a year or so, culture had shifted fairly significantly. That's a big deal. So our culture, um, you know, we can talk about, you know, what kind of organization we are. We can talk about how, you know, we are customer service driven. But if our behavior doesn't line up with what we say, then, then our culture is not right. So we want to really develop our culture. And then leaders, that's not, those, those are two, vision and culture. Those are things leaders determine. And then number three, the last one. Leaders determine the direction of the organization. Because if the leader says, okay, this is the vision, these are the goals, this is where we're going, this is the culture that we want to see, this is the culture that we want to have describe our organization, 
Now we've got to have a roadmap. We've got to have some direction on how to get there. And this is a great place to start pulling in, um, obviously, your senior leaders, your senior team, but also to pull in managers and team leaders and department heads and get their input on how to implement the vision. It's it, it can be kind of disheartening when you're a manager or a supervisor or a mid-level manager to constantly have uh, decisions being passed down from the top that influence you or your department um, or your people, and you've had no input or no say in um, in this decision. And this can be uh, very, very disheartening. It can really kill the morale of an organization. And so when we talk about direction, how do we get there? How do we implement the vision, the goals, and the culture? And this comes down to to what methods are we going to use? Or uh, put it another way, what processes are we going to use? Or to put it another way, what systems are we going to put in place to help us get from where we're at right now to where we want to be? And so by putting these uh, methods and processes and systems into place, it's going to take us where we want to go. And so again, this is the this is the great great point. This is the great place to bring in other people from within the organization. If if you've got a a goal of you know putting a new software program into place that's going to um, you know make it easier to build clients and, and and keep up with your business, then by all means involve people from your IT department. Or if you don't have an IT department, those people who are responsible for the IT in your organization. Um, It's very, very important. So um, pull in other people, allow them to help you establish the direction. And by doing that, they're going to become spokespeople. They're going to become the ones that will um, champion your vision and champion your culture because now they're a part of the process. So leaders determine the vision, the culture, and the direction. And if we can kind of get a, get a grasp on these things, it's going to take our leadership to the next level. Well, now it's your turn. I would love to hear from you. What are some other things that you think? I mean, these are just three things that are very, very key for senior leaders. Do you see some other things? Did I miss something? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a comment or a question in the comment section for today's post. Or you can send me an email at david at davidspell.com. I'd love to hear from you. But while you're at my website, while you're at davidspell.com, check it out. Got a lot of cool stuff there. But make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. I'd love to stay in touch with you, and this is a great way to do that. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. Don't forget to check out Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0, and we will see you next time on Leading and Beyond.